0: Thank <laughs> you. guys, Welcome to the True Blue Riffcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Dave. My name is Christine DeBell, but many of you know me as Susan from A Talking Cat. And as you know, I have to go and get my cheese puffs out of the oven. So have a great time with Jeremy and Dave. See you soon.
1: Thanks, Christine. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one Riff Tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and I am joined as always by. Good morning, it's me, Dave. How are you, Jeremy? I am feeling much better. Thank you very much. Wait, were uh, you feeling down? I was. What happened? I was, I was down with the sickness, Dave. I had you COVID. Were down with the sickness. Yeah. You got the coof. I got the Rona. I was. Uh, oh no!
2: Out of How commission did that for happen? a couple
1: weeks. Uh. Probably some customer that came into the place that I work. That would be my guess.
2: Some, some guy Especially, came on. He's like uh, not wearing no mask or nothing to be like he's just like slobbering his snot all over you or something.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, where our state right now is uh, is going through a a surge, and like they just had to send in doctors from the National Guard to. Uh, my local hospital actually is like completely full. And they had to send extra doctors to us. So things aren't great around here right now, but uh, I got it. My wife got it, uh, probably from me. Um, So she was out of commission. She didn't get it nearly as bad as I had it. Yeah, you were looking
2: pretty bad. I mean, I wasn't there, but... Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I still can't quite uh, taste or smell anything. Uh, None of my kids got it, which is good, but... uh, you know, I'm gonna. We don't really don't get into stuff like this, but folks, I'm gonna say it. Uh, I I'm glad I was vaccinated because I think if I wasn't, I would have been way worse. And I do have uh, comorbidities that uh, I probably wouldn't still be here.
0: Oh, dang. so uh,
1: yeah, because I've got really bad uh, heart issues and stuff. So it it could have easily taken me out if I didn't have that extra layer of protection there. So instead, it was like a bad cold for you know a week. And uh I, I just can't quite taste everything or smell stuff right now. So yeah, small price pay terrible. as far as I'm concerned. It's it's horrible and I hate it because I love food. Um I should probably actually switch over to the camera here for for people who are watching, like Josh Flowers <laughs> in the chat. Um Oh hey, but
2: uh yeah, it's I'm, also I'm actually not out in the middle of nowhere today. I'm actually in my house.
1: Yeah, because it's snowing.
2: Yeah, it's snowing. We got like ten inches of it here. It's insane. It's,
1: it's snowing where Dave is, and it is 61 degrees here in Michigan.
2: Yeah, you shut up. Here, here, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> is that my neighbors, okay, like, like it was like real nice here. We had a really dry, like last, last year was drier than most winters, and the West has been experiencing a significant drought, and Jeremy yeah. informed me that it wasn't just the West, but it's, I think it's been particularly bad here cuz like i live here in the west and uh, i that's who i hear complain about the drought and what people's main complaint about the drought is it's not about oh no we're going to run out of drinking water <laughs> it's no no we're, we're fine with that
0: <laughs> yeah and
2: it's like there's that the main problem with the drought and this is why it's such a big emergency all over the west utah and nevada and california and oregon all the western states is that these suburbanites aren't gonna be able to water their lawns. Oh no. that is like 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 people people out here I'm'm I'm, I'm sure where you are too, but people are just like like my neighbors, especially, their lawns are the most precious thing to them. <laughs> like <laughs> like like I caught people it'll be like like they thought that it was that they were gonna die. Because we had water, because we had uh, watering lawn restrictions, not <laughs> drinking water restrictions. Yeah, not something that's that actually matters. <laughs> that's nothing
1: that's actually important.
2: No. Okay. So, um, so they're like, oh well, but um, we thought it was going to be a dry winter again because it's been so warm. Like even I would say, even four or five days ago, it was fifty degrees. And it was really, really nice. And I was just walking out there in the uh, in the park where I usually uh, have been doing the podcast from since uh, we've been doing it here on Twitch. Um, and I'm not there today. Uh, and I was like, "Wow, oh, this is really nice." And I just started thinking about. It. I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I I could go for another." And I just think about like how everybody's just complaining about, like number one complaint, not being able to water their lawn all year <laughs> long. Yeah. And I was like, "You know what? Screw them. Boo. Like I would like." like I'm really enjoying this weather and I'm enjoying being alive and this and that. So, yeah, you know what? I'm doing a 180 on this. I'm turning it around. I'm saying, nope, I want this weather all winter. Right? Josh like Josh says we, we, uh
1: no dogs or helicopters this episode? Nope. You, no dogs or helicopters. Well, <laughs> unless you count my dogs, you'll probably hear my dogs. One of my my stupid people was in talking the back about of the house you with the dogs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But um
1: the male but, will probably uh... show up during this, and the dogs will go crazy. <laughs> so there will probably be dogs.
2: So there, there, there's no crazy background ambiance. <laughs> uh, but, um, but then it's just like it just dumped snow, and yesterday morning, I, I was out um, shoveling the the walk, and the neighbors are complaining about how they have to how they have to like get up early. And shovel the walk. And I'm like, dude, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. Whomp, whomp. Don't get it both ways. Okay? It's like, this is what has to happen. Yep. If you want to water your precious freaking lawn.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, today uh, we have, oh, man, Atomic Eden to talk about. And uh, we also have uh, a short Christmas Crackers, which is weird, um, and uh, there's also some some weird things that happened with that short, uh, and, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, uh, maybe, maybe we'll get to Jack the Giant Killer today, <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, first of all, before we get into anything else, uh, today is a special day. Because it's Dave's birthday.
2: Oh, thanks. Yes, I am. I am uh, forty and then some today. Yes, today is my
1: birthday. <laughs> 40, 40 plus.
2: I am forty-one. Yes, I'm forty-plus. That's right. Uh, which it's it's like for me, it's um, it's 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 kind of a relief. Uh, because it's like, for the last several years, it's like, oh, you're pushing 40. When you're 40, your heart's going to explode, <laughs> and everything's going to be terrible. Um, and you'll be old. You'll be officially old. Blah. So, I, like, after many years of, like, you're going to be 40, you're going to be 40. And then after a year of being 40, I got to say, it was super overhyped. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh my heart almost exploded before I was 40. So, you know, uh, that doesn't that doesn't but, matter um, too much.
2: But but uh but anybody out there worried about about turning 40, it's really no big deal. <laughs> it's really like nothing.
1: No. So, it's not.
2: It's almost exactly like being 39.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing too special.
2: Yeah, so I'm not 40 anymore. I survived and uh, yeah, so I guess I can die happy now
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go uh well uh speaking of uh I don't know, I have no segue for this let's let let's take a look at the box office from last okay. weekend <laughs> uh we already know what's gonna be at the top of the box office after this weekend yeah uh, uh, gee, I wonder that, I wonder that would be that be new that- movie uh with the, with spoderman.
2: With with with, with Spider Men in it, yes. More than likely.
1: Well, well, yes, more than likely because, I mean, it's this is like one of the worst kept, like secrets.
2: Yeah, even with the that that photo MCU ever from the set. Yeah, it's yeah. like, Even without, it, it's just kind of like okay, you're setting up this multiverse thing, and. You're not gonna do the one thing everybody wants you to do.
1: Yeah, you know <laughs> you've got all the villains from the other Spider-Man movies. But no, the, the
2: like like the like like the three Spider-Man, the one thing everybody wants to see, we're not gonna do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I highly, highly doubt that. See, there's my and, dog barking. And, right and now. It's,
2: it's it's just like you no, know, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are totally overbooked. Like yeah. they couldn't get them. <laughs> they have yeah, I have a, I have a feeling.
1: I have a feeling they're probably gonna show up and and the theater's probably gonna go absolutely crazy when it does uh th- but this movie like there's it's blowing away like pre-sales the the night the tickets went on sale for pre-sales like all of the websites were crashing because so many people were trying to get tickets um I bought my tickets yesterday for tonight um, it's
2: reaching avengers level uh hype, honestly.
1: Like like like
2: Infinity War level type
1: Yeah, and uh, they that's what they said they were going for. Like they were trying to be as ambitious as as they were for for the last uh, two Avengers movies. But uh, I got my tickets. I'm very excited to go see it. Spider Man's always been one of my favorites, and um, yeah, I know my 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 wife, my son, and our we're taking our oldest daughter because uh, she started watching the MCU stuff this past year, and uh, so we're all gonna go. And, uh, you know, like I said, they're all vaccinated. My wife and I already had COVID, like, last week, so I don't think we have to worry about it too much. <clears throat> so I'm excited to go to the theater to go see this movie. <clears throat> that being said, uh, our current number one movie is West Side Story, the remake. <laughs> um, have you heard the controversy around this? Yeah, it brought in a total of uh, $10 million.
2: Oh, for a Spielberg movie. Bill had a great tweet. He said, I wasn't a fan of Spielberg placing West Side Story in the Ready Player One verse.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I... Okay, I love the original West Side Story. It's one of my favorites. Like, I watched it when I was little, and I just... Something just grabbed me about it, and I, I absolutely love that movie. I have zero interest <laughs> in seeing this remake. It yeah, just, it, no, okay... There's nothing that looks appealing about it to me at all.
2: Well, because I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I mean, like, the last time we had a movie like this that was a big, I mean, not counting cats, but, like, a big kind of, like...
1: <laughs> yeah, not counting cats.
2: But a big kind of, like, well, what, well, why should you count that? They didn't even bother to finish the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the seriously but um the last time we had a big revive musical revival of of a big kind of uh, musical like this was les miserables and we had to listen and and we had to listen to uh russell crowe sing for three hours and i'm like no thanks What makes? (laughs) but uh like like that was the last kind of big thing that was that was like this and it was and it was horrible um And so here's the thing. I know exactly dick
1: about West Side Story. (laughs) It's basically, it's Romeo and Juliet. So
2: is it, but I heard, is it like a gang war?
1: Yes. Uh, New York. Yes. Between the uh, jets and the sharks. And it's, it's basically, uh, white dudes against, uh, Puerto Ricans. Oh
2: yeah. That'd go over well in
1: 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, yeah, it's basically Romeo and Juliet, um, you know, one of the main characters gets shot at the end. Do they die? Yes. Well, only one of them dies, though.
2: Well, okay. Uh, Why why not have it be Hamlet? I mean, like, any (laughs) time, like, all the main characters in a movie die... Yeah, like 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 it's one of those movies. I call it. It's like, oh, great! So this is the this is a Hamlet pile movie. It's like where you just where you just pile up all the characters on it. Rogue One was a Hamlet pile.
1: Yes, it was. It was a complete Hamlet pile.
2: Yeah. So you're you welcome, world. That's a Dave Chadwick original Hamlet pile. I've been saying it for years. I'm trying to get it to catch on.
1: Well, that's going to be the title of this episode: a complete Hamlet pile. A complete Hamlet pile. Yes, awesome. I'm write this down. Complete Hamlet.
2: A pile. complete Hamlet pile. That's there sort of uh that's sort of like what Atomic Eden is, sorta.
1: <laughs> Almost. Yeah. Uh the number the number two movie uh in Canto, the newest from uh Walt Disney, uh and that, is that one Walt Disney or Pixar. It's Walt Disney Studios. Um and that is going to be up on Disney Plus, on uh, Christmas Eve, for free to watch, so while I go see it in theaters yeah, now, exactly. you can watch it at home in a week. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife is in third place, House of Gucci in fourth, and Marvel's Eternals hanging on in fifth place still. Really? Uh, That's now, I know you went to go see Ghostbusters. I did. Correct?
2: Yeah, I did. Uh, I haven't have seen, seen that one yet.
1: <clears throat> what? What? What were your thoughts on it?
2: Um, okay. Uh,
1: you give your thoughts. I'll be right back. I have to take care of my dogs. Hang on.
2: My thoughts on ghostbusters afterlife. I know a lot of people liked it and I know a lot of the reason that a lot of people liked it is because it was better than the 2016 ghostbusters. Um, and my thing is I saw this movie and I think that if, the 2016 movie is our is our standard of the the bar. Then something's really wrong, because while this while Afterlife is better than I think they call it Answer the Call now, it is better than that movie. Um, and uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it: the the 2016 movie is a trash pile, but. Um, I really I saw Ghostbusters' afterlife, and I gotta say I wasn't impressed with it. Um a lot of people are really, but i I, I don't really want to rag on it too much because I know a lot of people really, really like it. and it's the emotionality of you know, uh, the story centers. The plot centers around Egon and Egon's family. Yeah. And um, without getting too spoil, and without getting too spoilery, there's a uh, moments that you know brought people to tears in the theater. But I just
1: but not Dave because Dave's like, a jackass. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Is this, Dave doesn't care about things. Yes. No, I did. Oh, okay. I did. <laughs>
2: Um, no, I just, I, I'm not a fan of it, honestly. That's my opinion. Have you seen it?
1: No, I have not.
2: Okay. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not really a big, a big fan of it, but I don't want to talk trash on it. Uh, I haven't, I, I haven't been that, to
1: the theater since, uh, I went to see Shang-Chi, so. Like, oh,
2: I know a lot of people like it and, um, I'm not going to rag on it too much, but other than to say that... uh,
1: Josh wants to know if it would be a good one to riff.
2: Would it be a good one to riff? Well, I mean, riff tracks can do anything they want, really. I mean, they did
1: Casablanca. (laughs) Yeah. And Um, Wizard of Oz. Like, those are classics, so... uh, Would it be a good one to riff?
2: I don't know. Um, It depends. I mean, there's lots of very riffable moments, Um, I will say this, not to get too spoilery, but Dan Aykroyd's uh, performance is horrendous. (laughs) Uh, It's, um, he, uh... okay, uh, spoiler (laughs) alert. One of the, one of the, uh, one of the kids, one of them that's not (laughs) in Stranger Things, uh, calls, me. it's been long enough. We can talk about certain things and I'm not going to give away too much, but they yeah. make a call to um, uh, Dan Aykroyd's bookstore from Ghostbusters 2. Uh, he's like, Ray and be like, hi, um, my name. I was like, I would like to talk to, to you about Egon Spangler. He's like, Egon Spangler can rot in hell. And then like, he doesn't even know who this person is. And he starts spilling his guts <laughs> about, about everything that went wrong between Ray and Egon. In the last 30 years. Interesting. And, uh, and, uh, but, um, they create that be like the, uh, the, uh, uh, the old Ghostbusters in New York City, the old Ghostbusters, um, Firehouse, the iconic Ghostbusters Firehouse Ray says in that phone call is that this is now a Starbucks. It's now a Starbucks. What? And like, okay. But then, like, in a post credit scene, um, there's a post-credit scene with Winston Zeddemore, who is like a big billionaire financier. And it's <laughs> okay. implied that he is going to... Like, he goes back to the firehouse. And it's not a Starbucks. It's just an abandoned firehouse. It's like, well, wait a second. <laughs> what it's, the heck? It's, yeah, like, like right? we heard Ray say in this movie, like, 45 minutes ago, that the Ghostbusters iconic ghostbusters firehouse in new york is a starbucks and winston goes to it in a post credit scene to imply that he's going to start like a ghostbusters franchise and bring everything back um and he goes there and it's it, it's not a starbucks it's just the hollowed out empty shell of the firehouse in the 1984 movie that's dumb yeah it's yeah <laughs> it's uh, like like come on guys that <laughs> Like someone really dropped the ball. I hope someone got fired for that blunder. Mm. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, um, I'm not a fan of the new, of the new Ghostbusters movie. Um, I know there's money to be made, and I know yeah. the nostalgia. Mo- I know that the, the nostalgia monster needs to be fed. It's not just our generation that does this, um, but uh, really. They shouldn't do any more Ghostbuster stuff. <laughs> uh, I think, like, 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 like the only thing that is that is left for the nostalgia monster for from our generation, anyway. Um, and then they're going to start, you know, uh, uh, devouring stuff from like the nineties. You know, they kind of already are, but like not to the same level as like the 80s stuff. Yeah. Um, the l- only thing that is uh Hasn't been devoured by the nostalgia monster yet. It's back to the future. So, like, that's the one thing that we're holding on to here.
1: Well, there's um, also... I would I would also say Goonies. I would add Goonies to that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Which, thankfully, they haven't tried to do... I, I remember a couple years ago they were talking about doing, like, a sequel to Goonies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> where it's, like, all, you know... Well, it's, like, 40 years later. I
2: had yeah. an idea.
1: I had an idea. No thanks. Just like what's that? I said no thanks, especially no thanks. Oh,
2: from my idea or for the or the Goonies too. When it's like forty years later.
1: Yeah, that one, the Goonies thing.
2: Okay, I had an idea for something that might actually be good because on Disney Plus recently, uh, we're going to be talking about projects here in a minute, guys. Don't worry, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> we promise we'll, we'll get there yeah. eventually.
2: We'll we'll get to it, but um, on Disney Plus, there's I think it's Home Alone six. That uh, is terrible.
1: the The new one, yeah. That's actually, it's I, I think, it's supposed to be a full, alone. like a full reboot. Is it a full? Well,
2: no. Buzz is in it. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's like oh. a cop, and like it's a. Well, maybe not. Then I don't know. Kevin McAllister pranks him every Christmas or something. That's dumb. <clears throat> but if you wanted to do a prop, I mean, like they they've had a bunch of garbage Home Alone sequels, like direct to video nonsense.
1: There was one um, where it was two dogs. They were defending. The house. I'm not even kidding.
2: But if you wanted to do Home Alone rebooted proper, what you do is you get you get Macaulay Culkin, and he was just on American Horror Story, so he's looking for work, and he's the dad who leaves his kid at home for Christmas. You 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 flip it. Yeah, like like if they're gonna do that, do it that way. Um, but you know. I mean, I know I just got off a big tirade about like we really should stop <laughs> feeding the feeding the, the nostalgia monster. But if we're gonna feed the nostalgia monster, we should do it right. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. It's um. What can you do?
1: Yeah the uh, the one with dogs was originally just a movie called Step Dogs, uh, Step and then they they rebranded it, or maybe it started out as as a Home Alone thing. But it was two dogs at home. It's like a German Shepherd and a Pomeranian. And it's it was really... Like, I remember seeing that it was a... Was it a... <clears throat> wait, what, was it like a homeward
2: bow kind of thing? Was it like a talking dog?
1: Yeah, it was also known as Home Alone Dogs.
2: Home Alone Dogs.
1: This exists? Yeah. Yes, it was made in Canada. Oh. The Worldwide title was home alone dogs it was step dogs uh in uh in the US uh, but when they did a worldwide release they called it home alone dogs <laughs> that's super weird maybe rift tracks can do that i don't oh, know wait. it might it might go along with uh you know the likes of a talking cat and uh what's the other one a christmas puppy yeah. <laughs> oh god a if we get a christmas pony? puppy this year <clears throat>
2: But you know what would be? Because I've watched this movie, I think, twice in my life now. I watched it one time about this time last year. And uh, once again today, not not today, but like in the last week, I was like, well, I'll give it another chance, even though I know that it's terrible and awful and I probably won't like it. Maybe I'll understand it better this time. Nope. There's a movie like like this one Rift Tracks can do. If you're listening to Rift Tracks, Cloud Atlas.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> You know what? You know what? That Cloud Atlas, check this out. It's connected to Atomic Eden. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It can't
2: possibly be.
1: Uh what? the Are you serious? Yes, hundred percent. Uh and here's here's the connection. Uh the little short, like five foot tall fighter guy. Uh-huh. Uh did stunts for Cloud Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just saw that he did stunts because I clicked on his name on IMDb right now and you said Cloud the Atlas. The German guy? Cloud Atlas. Yeah. Okay. He was one of the stunt people in Cloud Atlas.
2: I suppose we should just like we should just like get into it. Uh <laughs> we, we, we should, we've we, been we should...
1: we've been trying to push this off a little bit, guys.
2: Cuz look, okay, guys, <sighs> I watched this, literally I finished watching Atomic Eden when jeremy called me to start the podcast that's when the credits rolled jeremy confirmed this
1: yes yeah <laughs> like i i just called him up on on our thing here and uh, he was like the movie just ended uh real quick real quick before we get before we get into this uh before we get into this i'm going to do this okay. real quick hang on yes uh christmas cracker a short yeah, from no. riff tracks <laughs> uh what the hell Okay. <laughs> uh, I just watched this. Recently Connor too, said. Yeah. Connor said, "Watch this before you read the Wikipedia page for it because it's genuinely shocking." And I'm like, "Oh, what kind of weird thing is going to be on the Wikipedia page?" Uh, nothing really out of the ordinary. Uh, the the short Christmas crackers is is made up of actual uh, three separate shorts. Uh, the first one is. Uh, as they say, it's it's an animation step down from South Park. This is basically what uh, they... It looks like what they base their animation for the Canadians in South Park off of, except yeah. a little bit lower than that even. Uh, and they dance around to Jingle Bells. The second one is a stop-motion thing with some tin toys running around going crazy. There's an actual roller gator in there. Um, there's yes, one of the right. most horrific-looking robotic elephants I've ever seen. Uh and then the of last one. All
2: the elephants you've seen
1: in your life. <laughs> yes, that's one of that's one of the most horrifying. Uh, the last part is called Christmas tree decoration, and it's about this little cartoon guy who is trying to find a topper for his tree. He cuts a star out of paper, uh, and then he rips and he it he up, throws like it away for some
0: reason. Yeah, and he puts like, like he a pineapple
1: and an empty liquor bottle and a boot and a frog, which hops off. Uh, and then he sees this star in space, and he builds this big Monty Python thing. And he flies up, and he gets it, and uh, he goes to put it on his tree, and it flies away, and he puts a paper star back on there at the end. Uh, And right when the end credits are coming up, or when the the, the mime is doing the end, uh, they say to look, to check and see if this movie was animated for an Oscar. And sure enough... yeah. That's it my... was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film at the 37th Academy Awards. That's the same year that uh Julie Andrews won Best Actress for Mary Poppins and um uh, My Fair Lady won Best Picture and uh yeah, Goldfinger won for Best Sound Effects. But um it's bizarre. Yeah, like I that's was, that I is was... completely mind-blowing to me that it that it was like, nominated like, for an Academy Award.
2: That fact is more bizarre than the actual short is, because I, I I gotta say that 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 the short itself is not that bizarre. It's like, just really it's, weird. It's just it's just it's just strange.
1: Yeah. But
2: like we've seen, like if if you've been exposed to riff tracks for as long as Jeremy and I have, you've seen way weirder stuff than this. It's like you're inoculated against it. It's just like I was expecting <laughs> more. But then the legitimate shock came when it said like that was nominated for an Oscar, and I was yeah. like,
1: "What?" Yeah, it's a, it's kind of the shock is is more of a meta thing than than the actual short itself.
2: Yeah, it's ugh, wow.
1: the The last part of that was actually um, expanded upon into a half hour special called George and the Christmas Star.
2: No, well, no thanks. Like unless they show him actually going into the other dimension where he gets whatever
1: he gets. <laughs> I don't know but it's on what? Okay. Uh I know what I'm doing as soon as we're done with this. What happened? It's it's on uh YouTube. Oh okay. The whole the whole uh short thing, the the cover picture for this is weird. <laughs> uh um so yeah, I'm gonna be watching George and the Christmas Star as soon as you're done with this. But uh, Atomic Eden, the
2: Atomic. Eden, let's yes. let's we get back to, to Atomic we, Eden
1: since I kind of we sidelined us there.
2: Yeah, no. <clears throat> uh, here's the thing: I watched this. I watched this movie an hour ago, <laughs> and um, having being fresh in my mind, like it's it's one of those movies where, and this happens frequently with 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 Rift Tracks movies, especially lately um where you watch it and you only kind of know what's going on yeah
0: they don't With really this, explain a lot I had no
2: idea what was happening in 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 in, in the movie now th- one thing i do want to say off the, right, right at the top right off the bat is that i looked it up and this movie was released in 2015 2015 yep. release but the um just kind of like the subject matter and the way things are shot, the way people are dressed, and like just the whole vibe it gives off, it gives off serious 2000s vibe. So I had a theory that this movie was shot in like 2000, between 2001 and 2003 or 2004.
0: Uh huh.
2: Okay. That was my theory I was going on. I was like, no way this was shot in. 2015, 2013, 2014. Give me a break. I mean, look at it. The guy's wearing freaking snow camo. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, like three people were
1: wearing snow camo.
2: Yeah, and uh, so, but then um, in the last scene, Freddie Williamson's hat was using an iPhone like like a 2014, 13 or 14 model iPhone that did not exist.
1: No, and I was like, what. <laughs> Yeah, it's...
2: So my theory just went out the window.
1: So so this movie, you know, it, it, it's supposed to take place in Chernobyl. Uh, they have these things there it definitely that... definitely does not. That they're like, oh, we can stay here for 36 hours safely before the radiation affects us, which... I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm fairly certain you still can't just go anywhere near Chernobyl. Uh, but... We've got characters uh, that we don't really learn much about at all. Uh, they do have first names. I don't remember if we actually learn all of their first names in the show. No, not really. Uh, but but okay, we've hey, got... Uh,
2: a, they also have, this is going to sound horrible, but this is the only way I was able to like <laughs> keep them apart. They have genders and ethnicity. <laughs> that was really the only way I was yeah. able to keep everybody like like
1: okay so it's the white guy. We know from Fred Texas. Williamson's name. Uh yeah. he's Stoker. He's yeah. He's, he's also known as he's Stoker the leader. Then we have the uh, the German guy and he's David the fighter. Then we Oof. have um, the Asian woman, uh, Rako <laughs> the, the samurai, the, the worst actress. She the she worst. sounds she sounds like a female Tommy Wiseau when she talks. Like
2: Yeah, it's so bizarre. It's,
1: uh we've got Darwin the Texan. <laughs> we've got Heinrich the name priest. Was yes, his name was Darwin. Uh Heinrich the priest. Uh we've got Brenner the blade. He was the guy, you know, who threw all the knives. We have yeah. Laurie the rookie. Uh, we have John the Sniper. That's, like, all of the good guys. Quote, good yeah. guys. Uh, and then the named uh, other two characters. We have uh, Kamarov, and he's the Phantom. And he was, like, the guy they were looking for, which they already had. Like, as soon as the story starts, they have this guy captured, and then he gets killed by his own people. Um, yeah. And then we have Lorenzo Lamas, who... Uh, in in one scene at the very end, and he is Nathan the Snake. Nathan the Snake.
2: <clears throat> Wait, are you reading? Are you are you reading the actual credits off IMDb?
1: Yes, yes, I am because otherwise I would not have known any names from any of these people.
2: I I wouldn't have known them either. I was just be like, okay, there's the Asian girls, there's the blonde girl, there's Freddie Williamson, there's uh, the German guy, there's yeah. the guy from <laughs> Texas. The-,
1: the best the best part though is uh this this guy who played David the Fighter, the little German guy. Yeah. Um he's basically I don't know, he's he's like Wolverine from the comics. He's like this super short, like ridiculously good fighter. Like that's yeah. That's the only that's the only way I can explain it. <clears throat> and um not not counting Lorenzo Lamas, who doesn't show up until the end. Uh this this movie, like Dave said, it is a complete Hamlet pile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because almost all of these people are dead at the end of the movie.
2: Uh, yeah, the, 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 the Sniper. Yeah.
1: John the Sniper is the first one to go uh, out of this group, and he's actually the director and the writer and the producer of this movie. <laughs> well, at least he
2: went with Jesus. I mean,
1: it's... <laughs> Did he? <laughs> Did yeah, he really? I, I was wearing a cross... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that because <laughs> they make Ooh. a point <laughs> <coughs> to mention the cross, but they're uh, um, in Chernobyl and they're looking for this thing called Atomic Eden, and and that's that's it's it's a very okay. uh, bright uh, MacGuffin.
2: It's a it's it, it's a doomsday <clears throat> weapon now. Um... I think we should take a moment to talk about the bad guys. Um and this army of Excuse this me. army of gas mask wearing I don't know I don't know what they are like 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 this movie's really hard to follow.
1: It is. Um uh, but I I will say this, I will say this. They filmed the entire thing in Germany. Really? So all of the different places that they filmed in Germany did a pretty decent job of of coming off as a bunch of different Eastern European locations and somewhere outside of Texas, uh, San Antonio, Texas, or whatever it was.
2: Yeah. But, uh, but, they filmed um, all
1: of it in Germany.
2: So they f- they filmed it all in Germany, and they have these uh, the- this gas mask wearing... Was it a secret society that was protecting the doomsday
1: machine? I no, I think they were trying to find it. Also, they were Komarov's guys.
2: Okay, and I think they were were...
1: trying to find it too.
2: Okay, so they were also.
1: (laughs) We'll we'll get to it, but I'm just going to say now it is in one of the most bizarre, like unexpected, um, bunkers.
2: Okay, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, <laughs> it's really, I mean,
1: like, out of nowhere.
2: One of the things that kind of, like, stuck out to me is that um, one of the reasons was that I thought that this was, um, like, a 2000s kind of thing. And it did say that it was a Generation X production, so, like, yep. maybe this the script was written to, like, be that way. But um, they had um blonde Heidi plates, and uh, the Asian girl they they kiss in front of one of the male characters who was like trying to like horn dog on him or something. <laughs> yeah. And like that was one of the reasons I thought that because like that's kind of a thing with like the generation that's just like a little bit older than us. Jeremy yeah. was that like um like one of the things around that time was like, if you wanted something to be hot and and awesome and be like, just put two uh, straight presenting women and have them be lesbians (laughs) because it's, Oh my gosh, it's so hot. They're probably going to go do lesbian things. It's going to be so hot. Like, like that's the kind of vibe that, that, that it got from that. Yeah. And you know, it's just like where, where lesbians are sex objects for straight men yeah. Um
1: I did I did find out something interesting. There's not very much information about this movie um, no, there's online. Not. Uh but I was able to find out that uh he the guy who made this movie, uh, Nico Sentner, uh he wanted it to be like the direct to video movies from the nineties that he grew up loving. Oh, um, so that is probably where that part specifically comes from because that, like you said that was kind of a thing like in all these types of movies where they had something like that, yeah,
2: where it's just kind of like degrading to like to like just women in general it's it's there was not one really a thing you can get away with today. <laughs>
1: There was one thing. Oh yeah, no. You, you shouldn't you shouldn't even try to do that. That's it's dumb. Um like you said it's very degrading, but uh <clears throat> there there is one thing in this movie that they that they got right. And it was one little uh one little joke. It was kind of like a side reference. Uh Fred Williamson, uh, the main character, he's been in a lot of uh action movies.
2: He, well, and, I mean, his um, the, the the greatest movie he's ever been in. His um, piece of resistance, if you will, uh, is the uh, Rift Tracks classic uh, Warriors of the Wasteland. I mean, that's what I know him from. He, May- well,
1: he was in and- Warriors of the Wasteland. He was uh, nineteen ninety Bronx Warrior. He was in mm-hmm. that, uh, but he was also in a, a little movie uh, from Dusk Till Dawn. He was one oh, of I've the. Uh, was he really? Yeah, he I've was one of the the bar pitch you've never seen from Dust till dawn uh it's i i highly enjoy that movie um but he he's a guy who's in the bar when you know all the the crap happens and uh in this movie the texan darwin apparently uh says they can (laughs) hit us they can hit us anytime
2: texas is named that sorry
1: yeah they can hit us anytime from dusk till dawn. And as he's saying from dusk till dawn, the camera cuts back to Fred Williamson. Nah. Nah. So that's about the only thing this movie did that was that was, that
0: was
1: <laughs> Uh everything else in this movie is, is terrible. Except for I gotta say it, the the action with the little German fighter dude like, he was he's pulling some, off some pretty impressive stunts. Like He was
2: doing some serious... He, he, he's got some serious pro wrestler moves. I,
1: yeah. He was doing a lot of cool flippy-dippies on these people. Yeah. And, uh, he was, he was like, uh,
2: as we call it in pro wrestling, uh, like uh, in behind the scenes in pro wrestling, this is pro wrestler jargon, we call it flippy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like... Like, yeah, if it you was wanna, like go up there and just like jump off the top rope and just do a bunch of just like they, they like like that's the official term for it among professional wrestlers is like just go up there and do your flippy shit and
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he he definitely has some some abilities there mm-hmm. and uh, he
2: he's one of the ones that um so this movie is not quite a Hamlet pile but, it's Pretty close uh, though. It's yeah, it's it's like 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 to qualify as a hamlet pile all the main characters have to go which is like I, I think Rogue one is a perfect example of a modern hamlet pile uh, So um, I'm sure we've seen it in riff tracks like it's those move one of the one of those movies where all the main characters are taken out one by one um, all the final destinations ultimately our Hamlet Piles, only those are much dumber. Actually, I think... I actually think the Final Destination movies are dumber than Atomic Eden, honestly. <laughs> wow, I enjoyed uh... the first one. I enjoyed the first one.
1: The rest that's of them, That's no. strong words. <laughs> that's strong words. I actually read a review for this movie, and the guy was praising <laughs> it for all the action.
2: You well, stopped, I mean, dog. That's, that's really all Sorry. it is. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's hardly anything else that happens. There's no, like, character development, really. Uh, It's just... It's guns and dying and flippy shit. And uh, the odds, it's eight against 800. Yeah. And, uh...
2: So... I think we should probably talk about uh, where the movie ends up. (laughs) Um... So, um, uh, Freddie Williamson and, um, the worst actress in the world end up in a bunker. And I look at the thing and there's like a, there's a, there's like a Nazi flag hanging on it. And I'm like, Oh, look, it's Gab world headquarters.
1: (laughs) Um, yeah, but it's a, it's a Nazi bunker in Chernobyl and And that's where they find the suitcase not a briefcase okay. a suitcase
2: it's a suitcase um here's my question about this about this nazi bunker were they implying that hitler himself was there
1: i think that might have been what they were going for
2: okay because uh, like it was never made clear like okay so 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 the gas mask guys were
1: nazis I don't... I mean, I don't know if they were Nazis or if they were Russians. If They were just trying to find this thing, just a group of bad guys uh, that were looking for this. Um, the the only MacGuffins. The only story point that I remember is that Komarov, the guy that they were originally looking for, uh, he killed the blonde girl's dad, the rookie. He killed her dad. Oh. And that was the only reason why she was there, because... She, she wanted to she... get revenge and then she didn't even get to kill him and the Texans is like, "Oh, I'm sorry you didn't get to kill the guy who killed your daddy." It's like, and, oh,
2: well, uh, well, I mean we sold our karate studio for this <laughs>
1: you know? yeah, and she uh she started uh she sent a whole bunch of bombs around the the building they were in and then she gets shot in the throat the... and uh <laughs> stoker and and uh Reiko. Are the only two that that leave because because little David the fighter is uh is in the building fighting this guy who's literally twice as tall as he is, and yeah. uh, so they leave and and Stoker's just like oh, I have faith that that she did her job good and then all these explosions go off and he's like yeah that's right you're the bomb <laughs>
0: like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: so bad you're the bomb you're the bomb 1995. Oh, Apparently, you know, I I hate that these are all nostalgia periods now. Like like Hang like all the periods pack. of like. Oh okay, uh, Jeremy's gonna go take care Just of keep, a dog. Keep I have a
1: cat. keep waxing about nostalgia. And I'll be right back. Yeah,
2: nostalgia. Um, well, maybe I'll talk to the chat. Um, let me pull up the, ch- the the Twitch channel while Jeremy's gone. PB and awesome. I know Josh flowers is there. Maybe Um, Let's pause it here. Oh Look I have a nine-month subversary. Okay got it Here I am in the the chat while Doing the podcast How's it going? Same. There. Yeah, you all know that I'm a nine-month subscriber to Jeremy's channel. Oh, there's Josh Flowers. Hey, Josh Flowers. How are you? Uh, uh, okay, I'm
1: back. Sorry about that. Okay,
2: Jeremy's back. I was, I was, I was, I was talking to the
1: chat. I know. I, I was listening. <laughs> okay. Uh.
2: So but yeah, my cat's being a spaz on the ground.
1: The '90s, uh, being a nostalgia point, is, is. Yeah is slightly disconcerting. I mean, it was 30 years ago, but it was only 10 years ago at the same time, so... Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, like, even, like, 2000s, the 2000s being a nostalgia period, is just like, kill me.
1: That's what happens when you get old. We didn't even yeah. get any embarrassing Jeremy secrets while he was gone. Hey, now...
2: You get an embarrassing Jeremy sequence are we Oh isn't there um isn't there like a channel points thing for that?
1: There is. I got a lot of weird channel points things. I actually have some new ones that I didn't put on yet. Um Tell
2: us a food you love. Tell us a food
1: you hate. I got this little thing, it kinda looks like an air horn. It's a uh, authentic sounds fart blaster. Oh oh no. That's disgusting. <laughs> That that's going to be a channel points thing for not not when I'm doing the podcast I'll turn that one off when we're doing the podcast but um uh, let's see what this oh Josh Flower has redeemed totally true facts about me okay let's see. oh okay I I already told you guys the one about the glow necklace which okay, really yeah, explains that's... a lot about me um and how I am or why why I am how I am um when I was in. When was this? I was in fifth grade. It was the summer between fifth and sixth grade. Uh, I was with a kid that my stepdad knew. They were moving into our new house, and we decided to go exploring. And we found like this old, like coal thing. We didn't go. We didn't go near there because we knew, you know, we weren't that stupid. Um <laughs> Even though this other kid ended up being really dumb, um, but I almost died. <laughs> I almost died on this day because uh, we were walking around, and there was an old, um, like, uh, like a streamline trailer, like a camper thing. And he decided he wanted to break into it, so he or broke he it. broke the window <laughs> on the door, and he opened the door from the inside. You know, he reached in and, and unlocked it, and uh, we went in. And there wasn't really anything in there. Uh, but there was a stove in there. Like a gas range. <clears throat> and there were some matches. So I didn't know what he was doing. But we got out and he was like, watch this. And it turns out that he had turned the gas on without oh, wow. like lighting the things. And he lit a match and he threw it in through the the smashed window. And all of a sudden I hear this like rumble. And... I just kind of duck instinctively as the flames shot out of the window just a few inches above my head. And yeah, that was that was uh that was a fun a fun afternoon hiding from that. And then this idiot kid decided that he was gonna brag about doing it at school the next day or the oh. next week or whatever, whenever we started school, it was right before school started. And I and, bet your uh,
2: parents found out, right?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They found out. And because uh, the kid that he was bragging to was the neighbor of the guy who owned the trailer. Oh no. So I uh I didn't have to pay anything toward it. He had to pay for the damages. Um Well how well, you I, pay I guess for his it? parents his parents had to pay for the damages, oh, I okay. should say. More specifically. And um I had to go to a fire safety class. Uh, with the uh, the fire chief for like Why a week. Why did you have to go? Because I was a part of it. I was, I was there.
2: And uh, <clears throat> and we we had some serious rat finks in our freaking <laughs> when we were kids, you know. Yeah. It's like everyone had to go like tell their parents about some dumbass thing <laughs> instead of just uh, <laughs> like no, like like people always had to be that way, and then parents always had to make a bigger deal out of things than they were.
1: Yeah, so I that's mean, a well, that's it, a totally yeah. true fact about me, ding. Um, yeah, there you All go, Josh. So
2: yeah, atomic. So anyway, Eden, they had snow atomic Camo Eden. in it. Yeah,
1: yeah. and uh, the people with the snow camel were like the first three people to die, which I thought was interesting.
2: One was a priest. Like guys, this movie's impossible to follow. Uh, uh, it, I mean, it has some pretty good riffs in it, but I mean. Meh.
1: I'm, yeah, I if you want to I, watch this and actually try pay attention to the story, don't.
2: Yeah, don't, don't, just don't. don't do not don't that. It's impossible. Yeah. It's not.
1: Yeah, there's nothing good uh, about this story or easy I'm the to follow about this like
2: I think this might be, you know, become a big, like, this is like, I think this girl, the Asian girl, might have been the worst actress in Tracks history.
1: Oh, my gosh. It was, like, it was, bad. Like, oh, or, well, I and mean, here's,
2: like, she's on the short list, at least.
1: Here's, here's the thing. Obviously, uh, English was not her first language. No, 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 no. no. Very obviously, and I, and I'm gonna guess that she had just recently learned, uh, English well enough to, yes. to be in an English-speaking film. That's that's my theory about this because like I said she's very much on the level of Tommy Wuzo, right but I mean well I mean at least
2: I think the reason she's in the movie is because she's the kung fu master or whatever <laughs> um, like in this movie obviously uh, hinges on a lot of karate, <laughs> karate stuff I mean that's why they made this movie so that they could show off their sweet moves
1: oh yeah Definitely. This this was you know how we always talk about like uh stuff being uh stuff being written by twelve year olds?
2: Yeah, this was written by yeah, this was written by people who don't really know like how things work out. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I was surprised when I found out that this was released in twenty fifteen. Like when I saw Freddie Williamson holding that phone in the last scene. I
0: was like, What? <laughs> How?
1: Yeah, <clears throat> that was uh, that was a little unexpected because, like, like you, I figured this movie came out toward the beginning of the two thousands. Like, yeah, not you know a mere, not know, like what, six years, eleven ago. years ago, yeah. six years ago, something like that. Whatever, I can't math right now.
2: Okay, yeah. but Dave, the the, are we, are the
1: important gonna... the important oh, question. No, that's right. Yeah. Would you watch Atomic Eden Unrift?
2: I don't think so. Um I I feel like I've been giving the no answer a lot to that lately. <laughs> but it's like no, I wouldn't watch. It's kind of like look look this movie is not copper mountain bad. Okay? It's 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 watchable. Um but you got to be a certain kind of bad movie connoisseur. <laughs> and we're all different kinds of bad movie connoisseurs. You gotta be a certain kind. You have to be like a completist. Yeah. <laughs> um and I... I'm not really I'm like I'm a Rift Track's feature length completist. So yeah. that's why I watched this. <laughs> but if um if you wanna if you're really into like like these kinds of like action bad movies, if you're like, you know, like if you watch best of the worst, then like you are really into masochism, just watching all these bad movies. Uh, and you know, like, like in your mind, Cynthia Rothrock is an A-list celebrity and, <laughs> and, 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 and things like that. Then yeah, this, this movie is for you and it's, it's watchable, but a guy like me, I would I would really only watch that watch this with rift tracks because I would think I would watch like 10 minutes of it and just like nope out because it's like I mean it it has a personality but not much of one.
1: I might have watched this movie if I would have found it beforehand uh just out of curiosity. Mm. And I I probably would have left it on and then just like not paid attention to it. Like I would have started scrolling on on something on my phone or playing a game on my phone or something yeah. and just had this on as background noise and caught maybe some of the fighting. Uh, but I, I wouldn't have paid attention to it if I turned this on. Yeah. No, I mean, like, like the kind of movies
2: that you pay attention to, like, with... With riff tracks that you would pay attention to without the riffs, um, this isn't that. The, the movies like that are kind of like rock and roll nightmare and
1: ghost uh, house and
2: yeah, and yeah. just you know, just like stuff that just like in just like it's so bizarre that you can't look away. Um, this is very look awayable. <laughs> I gotta say,
1: no, yeah, definitely. It's 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 good for riff tracks, but. Not good enough to, to pay attention to it on its own. Like, yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's just a kind of middle mo- of the road movie.
2: It's a very, it's a um, it's a competent mid tier Rift Tracks release.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Definitely one you, that you should check out uh, at some point. Yeah. Not not necessarily one that you know, like uh, Dangerous Men. That like, dude, yeah, you have oh, to watch yeah. This, yeah, this now.
2: Like, like, okay, like, okay. If you had a choice between Dangerous Men, Copper Mountain, and this, Dangerous uh, Men, go with Dangerous Men.
1: <laughs> yeah, Dangerous Men, definitely. Uh, even with all the the bad the icky stuff in that. It's still, it's still better it's to watch. Still,
2: yeah. No, but it, like, uh, it's just more, more entertaining. Men, I will yeah. say. Yes. This will be like the third podcast in a row where like, <laughs> I've, I've got you, you brought up dangerous <laughs> men and I got like, it still holds up. Yeah. Dangerous men.
1: I still I still remember it clearly. Yeah, that's uh, that's so, the yeah. thing. Like this movie, there's a lot of them where you watch it and you're just like, I already don't remember what happened in this movie or anybody's name. Like this it's one. Kinda this kinda one's like like, eh.
2: It's kind of like whenever I see Fever Lake, I'm like, I know <laughs> I've seen this before. I know I've seen this before. Why don't I remember any of it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's just it's just it's not memorable enough to me, Atomic Eden. I don't think as right. as a movie, as an overall experience, it's not. It's, it's it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was interesting. I'm not going to rush to watch it again, but yeah. I'm not going to never watch it again. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a few like where it's like copper, eh. Ma-
2: copper Mountain. I'm never going to watch again. Yes,
1: yeah. I don't really no, need to I'll watch throw it that on. one again. I'll
2: be like, oh, I haven't seen this in a while, and just put it on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but it's yeah, it's solid riff. It's a solid riff as usual. They they always up the quality enough with with adding the riffs yeah, to it. To make they're, it they're just like, yeah, they're worth watching it at least once. But yeah, go check this one out. Um, also, something that I wanted to mention real quick they uh, they have their their riff tracks friends subscription service. It's six dollars a month or whatever, uh, and yeah. you get access to a whole bunch of riffs. Uh, they actually have their first exclusive short on there now. They get that you can Riff only Trax watch. The, oh, is it just the short through Rift Tracks Friends for now? They 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 did say that eventually, when they first started it, they did say eventually they were going to start putting some exclusive content on there that you can only watch if you're a friend subscriber. Um, so I'm going to be. Resubscribing to Rift Tracks Friends today, I believe, because I like otherwise. For 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 people like Dave and myself, it doesn't hold value. It doesn't really like
2: because look, yeah, does it because look, I own every like I own all of the feature length movies. Yeah. So Rift Tracks Friends is just like what?
1: for for yeah, the two yeah. of us specifically, it doesn't it doesn't hold much value for me now yeah. with an exclusive short because I'm like the shorts guy yeah he's uh, like the
2: shorts guy yeah
1: it now it's like okay I have to resubscribe to this because it's the only way I'm going to be able to watch this this other short that they put on there and it's one of the beginning responsibilities uh, shorts too which they've they've released a few of those over the years but uh, yeah well
2: I mean I, I gotta be honest um if they start putting movies on there that's what i'm going to kind of start feeling like. okay guys come on now
1: i don't i don't think they're that they would do that specifically okay, yeah because they
2: have to make money to pay for a license on that right but yeah
1: um i mean they might i could see them putting up uh like Certain versions maybe of riffs that, that they don't have available. Like if it yeah, if they do if they did like a three riffer version of something and it originally just had like Mike, you know, doing it like uh Night of the Living Dead or something. Um yeah. that's you know, public domain. Uh, you know, maybe they would have you know I don't know if the original one's still available to purchase. I don't think it is. I haven't I haven't checked, but stuff like that I could see them doing. Uh, no, but, but just, other yeah, than that, I, mean, I don't think they would like, put any full lengths up there that were exclusive to it.
2: Yeah, let's um, especially guys like like us that uh, have been buying everything for as long as we have for at least it's been thirteen years now for me. Yeah, uh, and I Josh? suddenly have to pay, and I suddenly have to pay a subscription fee. Yeah, didn't see new stuff like, and I and I, I know that
1: I, was originally your worry when the, when they first announced it that they were yeah. going to like switch over to to that type of a model. But uh, I yeah I don't I don't see that happening. Uh, Josh says I think they should put family friendly versions of riffs on there. Uh, you might be able to get some subscribers that way. I kind of I I think they could do that also. Like uh, on Twitch, they do have to censor some things. Um, because you know they can't have like nudity and stuff on on Twitch for their. You can have digital nudity on there.
2: Like 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 if it's like, um, <clears throat> like you can stream the uh, you can stream the uh, uh, what's that movie called uh, where the guy's rocking around the mall saying Jason, um, ah, what is it? I don't know. It's,
1: um, <laughs> it's, it's not ringing a bell. Heavy rain.
2: <clears throat> Uh, you can stream heavy rain and it. Has oh, the like, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has like digital tits in there
1: and everything. And you can but you can't that. have like like human nudity on it. And yeah. that sounds weird like, like saying real human humans, nudity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like real life naked people. Uh, yeah. so I mean, I could see that That's maybe
0: pornography.
1: Yes, maybe putting versions of that on Friends. I could see that. That that would yeah. be uh that would be probably, you know, something they could do. Like, oh, hey, we've got name this of that regular version. Of we uh, have the family or the, the nudity-free version, if you will. What
2: was the name of that of that riff from last year, from 2020? 2020 or 2020? It had to be 2020. Early 20, 2020, before the pandemic, we did a podcast <laughs> on it, and it was uh, highly muscled butts. What was the name oh, of
1: that uh, Sunset Strip. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I don't think there's a family-friendly version of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I, I don't think they could do a family that'd be like a five minute long movie at that point.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but the uh moves
2: in that are so gross. They're so gross.
1: Yeah. I do uh, like I'm
2: still traumatized by it.
1: <laughs> I I do think to to touch on your point that you started to make a few minutes ago, uh yes, I do think we're going to be pushing back uh Jack the Giant killer. Um just because it's it's we've already been going for over an hour talking about uh Atomic Eden and uh and that oh, the stuff. Digs, yeah. Um so like, we the we will be pushing that back. evergreen, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah we'll we, be able to
1: talk about it. We can talk about that whenever. We might be able to do that next week. Um Okay. Next week is gonna be our last show before our year in review. Uh you because know, we got yeah. Christmas coming up and New Year's and then right after that we'll be doing our uh our year in review. Josh says this is a running gag, isn't it? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, Josh. Uh, I, I can neither confirm no, no, nor the, deny oh, that. I think
2: it's a running gag about how we say we're going to talk about Jack the Giant Killer next time. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and then we don't.
1: <laughs> yes. I, I, I can neither confirm nor deny that that's a running gag, Josh. Wink. Um, okay,
2: look, here's the thing. We intend to. We fully intend to. Yes. And then something insane happens.
1: Yes. Uh, they like released- Jeremy
2: gets COVID. Yeah, uh, you know.
1: Like... <laughs> yeah, then I can't hardly talk, and I'm still, as you can tell, I'm still kind of dealing with, with the effects. That... <laughs> I still have this stupid cough that I can't get rid of, and I apologize for that. Um, well, you should. But uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we we will eventually get to Jack the Giant Jack the Giant well, Killer. Hit, that was the first the about... riff tracks that I ever saw. Uh, was the live version of Jack the Giant Killer, so I really here's do want to talk giant about
2: giant it, killer, guys between Jeremy and I we've seen Jack the Giant Killer Jack the Giant Killer approximately 6 billion times
1: yes somewhere uh, give or take so, a, a couple
2: so we're highly knowledgeable on it so uh i mean we'll be able to do it anytime
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and we just got to get a movie that we don't have to spend an hour talking about because it's yeah. so weird yeah <sighs> uh, yeah so But yeah, I think that's going to wrap us up for today. I, I really gotta, uh, I gotta stop talking, I think, uh, for a little bit. Well, yeah,
2: you have coronavirus.
1: Well, I don't still have it, Dave, But... but, uh, yeah, if, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, there's a couple ways that you can support us. You can either, uh, subscribe here on Twitch, which I don't know why I haven't pushed that more, um. You can subscribe here on Twitch. I do, uh, every once in a while, hop on and stream some games also on here. Um, that's kind of far and few between. Recently, like Dave said, you know, I've been dealing with, with COVID and all that stuff, and I just haven't really felt like doing anything outside of work uh, when I am working. And um, Or you can go to uh, patreon.com slash trueblueriftcast, and you can support us over there, and... Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at pb and awesome. You can send me emails, Jeremy, at TrueBlueRiffCast.com. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at TBRiffCast.
2: And I'm Dave. You can check me out on Twitter at dchadwickauthor. Yes! You got it right again. Um, I got I got my own Twitter handle right. Check out my uh, website there, DaveChadwick.info. Um, my first, you know, how, uh, about a month ago we were talking about, uh, how I was looking for, uh, audio narrators. Yep. The first one was finished and it's published now. The, uh, happy Woo! Valley, a novel by Dave Chadwick, the audiobook version, uh, narrated by the fantastic Caleb A. Meacham.
1: Was this a guy who did it from... like, like super fast?
2: Yeah. Super fast. Yeah. And he's great. Um, and it's the first one he's ever done. All of my audiobook narrators, I have four of them. <laughs> they're all audiobook uh Noobs. rookies, but they're all fantastic. Um the next one I like um, well I, the ones that go in order, my the books the books that I've written are Happy Valley, Santa Santa, the Tumbleweed Dossier. Those are my early novels from My 20s, that are all from the 2000s, and Monkey, which I wrote last year and released this year. Um, Monkey's being narrated by um, uh, Misty's might-know-him from Incognito Cinema Warriors XP, and the uh, video game streaming show Robot Co-op Rick Wolf is narrating Monkey. Uh, Tumboid Dossier is uh, being narrated by uh, the lovely uh, Haley Pulos and Son of Santa. Is um, uh, I don't want to give away, uh, she might listen to the podcast, I don't know so, but uh, uh the lovely Colette, I don't want to give out her last name in case <laughs> she doesn't want that out there quite yet, but her name is Colette, she's fantastic, and uh, yeah, so those will be coming soon, but you can get Happy Valley. Uh, narrated by Caleb A. Meacham, written by me on Audible.com.
1: Nice, and uh, don't forget it's Dave's birthday, so oh, no, head over he to uh, to his uh, his Twitter that he got yeah, right this head time. Over
2: Twitter and say happy birthday. Wish him happy I'll birthday. Follow you back.
1: Yeah, and that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the True Blue Riftcast. Uh Guys, get your get your minds going because next week we're gonna put up our uh, our poll for everybody to uh, vote on their uh, riffs of the year. Uh, I think I know what mine is. Hi, it's Colette. Josh, why are you saying hi, it's Colette?
2: Why am I saying that? I'm not saying No,
1: Josh, Josh said that in the chat. Hmm. Oh, what? oh
2: what? well, maybe uh, she's using his
1: account? Happy birthday, Colette's is tomorrow. Is that Josh's wife? Is it? It is. It's Josh's wife. Oh, wow. Oh that's my fantastic. goodness. So you were right, it is somebody who listens to the podcast. Yeah, see yes, yeah, she yeah. Here here's the thing. I didn't
2: know. So I was just like, I suspected. <clears throat> I suspected that she might listen to the podcast, but I didn't want to put her info out there yeah. to be but yeah, no. Colette, you're fantastic. I love you. In that's that's not a, cool and and not a creepy way in a totally professional way. <laughs> yeah, um, that's really cool. I, I, I don't I don't want to be out there because I already told Bridget Nelson that I loved her once, and that was <laughs> awkward on the podcast. And yes. I like, know not like that, but it's not like. <laughs> but no, she's she's great. She's fantastic.
1: Cool. Well, on that note, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week right here on okay. the True Blue Rivcast. <laughs> Okay,
2: rock till you die.